0: Hey guys, this is Eric, Birch, and Dustin from LifePoint Worship, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys Podcast.
1: On today's show, we sit down with Eric, Birch, and Dustin from LifePoint Worship. LifePoint Worship is releasing a new single this Friday called Yes, and I'm Ready. You can pre-save on Spotify with the link in the description.
2: Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Guys, are you into game shows at all?
0: Yes.
1: Um, I have not watched a game show in a while. To be honest with you,
2: I mean, we're they're not popular anymore. I mean, Jacob, they're they're cool for people <sighs> Jacob's age. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't watch no. them either.
3: I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, family Family Feud with Steve Harvey. Come on, bro. That's that's he's hilarious on the house. Now, I come mean,
1: on. I'll see clips like on social yeah, media. Same here, right but... after
2: you watch right after you watch Judge Judy, you watch Family Feud, Jacob is No, I'm like it?
3: Chris, I watch clips on Facebook a lot, oh, Instagram. See,
2: I I don't watch game shows at all anymore, but I was actually surprised. I mean, I mean I know it's still around, but I I was surprised that people still watch it, but um Jeopardy uh recently uh, I saw this clip, something that happened on Jeopardy, which I thought was crazy. Um, basically, the last question or one of the final questions was um, a question about a movie, about actors or whatever. And the answer to, well, wait, in Jeopardy, they answer it in the form of a question. That's right. I got that right. Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So she was giving the question to answer the answer which is confusing anyways it was about a movie and the answer was who is Ewan McGregor the actor Ewan McGregor from all kinds of movies um, Obi-Wan in Star Wars Uh, but she gives the answer and she says Ewan McGregor she doesn't say McGregor so she technically gets it wrong and the host just goes on and he's like yeah congratulations you win and so now there's this huge controversy. You tell me if you think she says it right. I got a little clip I'll play right here. You think she says it right? Sir, it Ewan that is- Did she say you and Gregor or and McGregor?
1: It sounded like I didn't
2: really it hear It sounded like well. Gregor. Yeah, Um. and a lot of people are freaking out. And so apparently this is a thing and people are in an uproar. This is why I don't watch game shows like Jacob anymore. <laughs> but there's all kinds of controversy now. Whatever. And they're, they're like, what's oh, crazy? Here's the crazy thing. So she made a mistake, okay? Whether she got the answer right or not, whatever. That's, you know, no big deal. <laughs> People are threatening her. Isn't that cr- People are like Threat- mad at her like she did something wrong. Like she punched the guy next to her and stole his money. The, the game show host is the one who got it wrong.
1: Correct. That's like that's like everybody um, like the whole Steve Harvey announcing the wrong uh, Miss U- Miss USA. Yeah. And then everybody oh, that being, was
2: amazing. And then
1: everybody being mad at the the Miss USA that got called, you know, oh, that would be that would be the same. That moments.
2: was amazing. Oh, my goodness. I totally remember that. Uh, that was crazy. What has anything else happened like that? like uh I don't th- not like that there, oh wait there was so. an award show uh the Grammys or the Emmys or something
3: Chris Rock I happened smacked. a couple
2: of years ago <laughs> okay no that's <laughs> we're not, talking, not smacking people okay that's what Bob's we'll talk about that with Bob smiley later uh no but like there was one they they got the award wrong like they called all these people up and the guy goes to accept the 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 thing and he looks at the
3: paper Is that and he La land up or and he something goes,
2: so yeah, it was like La La Landers, and he goes, "Oh, actually, it's not us. It's the mo- It's this other movie. They called the wrong one." Oh uh, yeah, I
1: do remember that. Can kind you
2: imagine of. being on live TV and doing such a bad job at hosting that you just get the envelope <laughs> wrong? Like
1: you read. Well, I mean, it's not like you're reading. You're reading only one line. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Aren't they actors? Don't they read lines
2: all day? I don't know. Anyways, for all of our game show. Fans out there, all of our boomer listeners, um, oh god, that, that are with Jacob that watch Jeopardy and I do Family
3: watch. Feud. Uh, does, or,
1: does like Survivor count as a game show?
3: No, it's, that's that's okay, so, okay. So, okay, yeah, here's a show true. that I do watch, I watch with my kids, but I don't think it's a game show America's Funniest video with uh no, Alfonso, Ribera, Rivera, or You're whatever. still old though. Well, it's a funny show. I mean, we like to watch those, so. But
1: okay, so would a a game show? Would this a a um I guess like a modern day game show? Are there any besides like the I guess LeBron James didn't he have like sponsored one or was it KD that sponsored one? LeBron James a did cube one or something the like that,
3: wall. and they drop those. They answer the questions, and then there's this big wall, and they drop the balls down it, and they get money from it or whatever.
1: Oh, and then there was one called the Cube or something like that. Yeah, there's modern KD day game maybe. shows.
3: Most of them flopped, though.
1: Yeah, because I don't think I think it's like it was one season and that was it. The one so. I
3: remember from like the early 2000s, and you guys probably seen it, was the old Regis Philbin who wants to be a millionaire back in the early. Oh yeah, oh That's yeah, classic. It's classic. That's your final answer.
2: No. Okay. Wait. Shows. <laughs> okay. So this isn't a game show. I mean, kind of like a game show, but also kind of reality slash game show. That I loved growing up, and yeah, I think you, The guys Amazing Race. Know this, but, I
1: know what you're going to say.
2: Okay, no, The Amazing Race is different. I love The Amazing Race. Would that know, be a game show?
1: That's like more like reality. That's reality.
2: I think. That's reality. But okay, American Gladiator.
4: Oh, you guys yeah. remember
2: American Gladiator? They go through and they'd have to like, like get around them and like get the football and shoot them with the tennis balls. I always dreamed of being on that show. Do you
3: guys watch? Yeah, it?
2: all the spandex. <sighs> You guys
1: watch, that's the only reason
3: I wanted to be on the show. (laughs) We like to watch American Ninja.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Pretty cool. Yeah, there was at one point in time where me and a buddy of mine was like, uh, I think they were coming to Louisville for, or maybe it was like Cincinnati. It was somewhere really close that they were coming to film for a thing. And we were like, this year, we're going to get fit. We're <laughs> going to get in shape to where we can do it. And then no, that See, I like, I like yeah. shows like
3: that. I like uh, also Wipeout, where they can just total.
1: So bringing it back uh, to an older show that they just revamped. I haven't watched the new one yet, but the mole, do you remember the mole? Yeah. Mm. They just yeah, the released a new season on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. <clears throat> Um, I haven't seen it, so I don't well, know Well, I got if rid it's... of Netflix because I'm a good Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so today we get to sit down with a few people from uh, LifePoint Worship. This is near and dear to me because I go to LifePoint Louisville, and uh, they're based out of Virginia, is the main campus. And uh, we get to sit down, and they're coming out with a new single, Yes, and I'm Ready. This Friday, go ahead, pre save on Spotify with the link in the description and show support. There's a few others that they are releasing coming very soon. Let's get into the interview.
5: Awesome. Well,
2: today we have Dustin, Eric, and Birch from Life Point Worship. Hey guys, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today.
0: Hello glad to be here What's up, guys?
2: glad to be here uh, awesome so we have uh two florida guys uh, we were talking a little bit before the recording two florida guys birch and
6: eric uh dustin where are you from man dude the dirty south bro. from alabama okay birmingham awesome so yeah dude i awesome. i love uh, i love alabama don't Sweet. get him on and the roll florida. tide i love Florida. i was actually born in homestead you know so i'm let's go I'm, I got a let's florida go more blood in me too <laughs> let's <you know>? go <laughs>
2: Well, if uh you guys wouldn't mind, go ahead and introduce uh yourselves, uh, but then also uh Life Point Worship. Uh let our listeners know who is Life Point Worship and and what are you guys about?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I guess I'll start. I'm Eric. Um I am the director of, of Worship at Life Point. So Life Point Church has been around, Birchman, what, seventeen years, eighteen years mm-hmm. now at this point. Um, and we, uh, we're a church, we kind of, we're based and we are founded in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, that's where I live, um, uh, right now. And we have, uh, we have five locations here in Virginia. And then we have some family churches. Um, Dustin is our, like, what's your actual title out there in Louisville?
6: Just like director of all do the stuff. Church plan, uh, do it all guy. <laughs>
2: Yeah. The church
0: plant guy, that's right. Yeah,
6: creative creative director, yeah. executive creative director, yeah. worship, production. All, all of the, the above. Things.
0: Graphic designer, yeah.
6: web designer,
0: janitor, yeah. everything. Yeah, just all the yeah. Levite. <laughs> uh yeah, so we have we have uh, a few family churches. We have uh one in Louisville, uh, Kentucky, one in Norfolk, uh Hampton Roads, Virginia, and then one in Stuttgart, Germany. Um, so we're kind of we're all over the place, but kind of home base uh, for LifePoint has been Virginia um, up until a few years ago, where Louisville was kind of our first, uh, we call it a family church. So uh, they have their own senior pastor. Pastor Daniel Floyd is our global senior pastor. He kind of pastors everybody, um, but um, Louisville has their own pastor and Hampton Roads and et cetera. So that's kind of LifePoint. Um, LifePoint worship has been it's been a ministry before it was an artist honestly um, it was it we've always just been leading worship on Sundays and everything um, I've been here about five years birch has been on team the, the 10 years 12 years how long you been on birch
4: it'll be it'll be, be it'll be 12 this fall yeah.
0: yeah so he's he's been around for a minute um, and we we've just always had a passion for writing music. Um, it's just been something that, um, one, our pastor has been passionate about having uh, local worship come out of our house. And really the goal is that, um, just that we would have songs to sing that are from our church to our church and our church can kind of, um, really be in it together, you know, and have something that we can mm-hmm. call our own. And there's just something really special. If you've been in a context where you get to sing your own worship songs and not, you don't have to borrow from elevation you don't have to borrow from bethel love those guys love their songs and we play them every week um but there is something a little bit different about doing your own you know um and so yeah that's kind of what we've been about we've been doing it for 18 years you know and you look so young
5: yeah (laughs) Uh, there's
0: been a few different iterations but yeah bert has been around for 12 years i've been around five years dustin you've been around what three four years now yeah, like yeah, four, dude. Yeah, yeah. so Crazy. We uh, we start. We kind of started over a couple years ago. Really, though, um, we it's I guess it's been two years now. Um, there was a season. It was kind of right before COVID, really, um, where we just felt like it was a healthy season that we needed to take a break from songwriting and from kind of leading yeah. our church was gonna going through some changes, and um, we it just didn't, it was in a really cool, healthy place. We had some really cool albums that we had recorded live. This is even before me, Birch kind of was there for a lot of that. And, um, those albums are really, really special. And it really, um, it really kind of set the trajectory for our church, knowing that we loved worshiping with songs in our house. And we had some cool success with it as far as like getting to sing songs in church and a little bit of stuff here and there, but the goal's always been for songs in church. But um, just through some changes, felt like we needed to set it down for a season and, um, and really figure out what is this going to look like? And then obviously COVID hit. That's crazy for everybody. Um, just trying to figure out how to make church work, how to make church current and what's actually reaching people and all that kind of stuff with the new climate. And so two years ago, we just sat down with our pastors and we're like, Hey, what do, what do we actually want to do? What do we actually want to make this? Is this still a vision? Is this still something we want to do? And um, definitely landed that it was and so we kind of just started over man um, trying to build a culture and and really we had done a couple albums after the ones that were doing well and we weren't really playing them in church that much and so it was like why are we really doing this and so it kind of was a, a great season to be able to relook at everything and um, and so yeah two years ago we started really um, the goal was uh, we wanted to write better songs <laughs> you know and so um, we had we have we are blessed with great songwriters on our, on our worship staff and stuff like that. But um, when you're playing, if you write a song and you play it on a Sunday, you're playing it next to an elevation song or a Bethel tune or a hill song tune. And those are amazing songs, you know, and, and it, it always, it, for a season there, it felt like, Hey, really excited that you guys wrote a song. Good job playing that this Sunday, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But it wasn't super like, it wasn't really good doing anything for anybody. And so, um we just kind of had the the challenge to write better songs is really what we wanted to do and um we made some friends and we decided to kind of really lean hard into co-writing. Um there was a season 2 where it was like hey if you're writing songs for your church you kind of have to it has to come from your church and so let's kind of hold it kind of close like this and let's just have our writers write and and stuff like that. We were doing some co-writing here and there. I just don't think it was as common then as either. Um but we really dug hard into co-writing and honestly it was, we just were kind of determined to be the worst writer in the room. (laughs) You know what I mean? We have four or five songwriters and um, we've just been able to make some relationships that have been very, very helpful for us um, on coming alongside of us, church people, people who love the local church and are writing songs that everybody's singing on Sundays and um, they've invested in us in great ways too. And so, um, co-writing kind of changed the game for us in the last couple years. And so, um, yeah, all the songs that we're going to be releasing this year, um, and the four that we, four or five we released last year, um, were all kind of from that new season of really co-writing and stuff like that. So that's kind of like the awesome. current where we're at right now, um, in this last season.
1: So in February you are released alive again. Uh, so it's been a little over a month. Since the release, I believe, or at least at, right at a month, maybe. Um, what are some of the stories that you all are getting from Alive Again and hearing from other churches, maybe leading it?
0: Yeah, we've been getting a few stories. Um, people lead it in their in their context um, and people have been loving it. Honestly, um, I, would, I, mean, I would honestly love to hear how you've been feeling about it, singing it in Louisville, um, but also we've seen some people have been sharing videos with us and um it's such a special song, man. I don't know, there's something on it um that I've not really felt before. Like uh so Dustin and I were in that right with a couple of our friends, David, um David Ryan Cook and Sarah Reeves. They were um I feel like I gotta bring them up because cause they incredible songwriters. Um honored to just be in the room with them, honestly. And um it was such a cool um it was such a cool write, but really um we've been singing that song for man, is it eighteen months almost? Like a little over a year. Like it got written uh December twenty twenty one. Um Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a long been time. A <laughs> and really it's it's become like everyone that we talk to, it's it's just a bit at heart is a revival song. Um and really and it, which is so appropriate for the kind of time we're in right now. It's kind of I don't think it's a coincidence that it's kind of coming out right now um but really it is um it's coming from a place where it says come alive come alive come alive again it's really like revival starts in your own heart and in your own spirit and so it's just kind of calling the spirit in you to like if there's anything in me like just come alive like i want to know you in a better way in a deeper way and um really that's the stories that we've been hearing is that um I think, some, Dustin, was it you tell, saying a story um, about somebody? Like, was it a healing thing? Or we had a guy who um, he heard it in, like, I'd I have to go find the story. But, like, there's some – let me not box this. Let me go find it um, just so I don't hear <laughs> it. Someone else talk for a second and let me find this story. So I don't want I don't, I to, don't, I don't, I don't like, make anything up.
4: No, yeah. I, I, w- I would say, um, obviously, it's it's been a – amazing song you know for the last year and the cool thing about it is that it kind of bubbled up in our culture a little bit you know it um it kind of got its first shot with some of our youth so like um in the summer of 2022 is kind of when we really started to play it a lot and we were doing this um summer student leadership Um, So shout out to our youth guys. They put together this really cool week-long summer um, internship that juniors and seniors of high school could go to to kind of just get some leadership development and and grow. Um, Instead of just like vegging out for the whole summer, they could come and do something productive. And uh, it was getting played every single day in that, essentially, that youth camp. And before we really even had a chance to make it really um, happen on Sundays, you know, it was happening in our youth. And I think every time like something works in youth like that, you just start hearing whispers about it in other parts of the church, which is really cool. And um, you know, I the, one of those one of those days I came and saw everybody leading it, and I would just kind of sit in the backstage. And I, and I can watch, you know, these kids on their faces on the floor, worshiping, being prayed over and, you know, you listen and you're hearing this soundtrack that is, you know, that is alive again. And it just, it started something and it really started something on the underground parts of our church. And, um, that's where we knew we kind of had something, you know? Um, and so it was, it was just a really, it's been a really special song and, um, it's been a song that people aren't just, um, enjoying and asking for, but they're, they're starting to, to like build, you know, a lot of their faith in Jesus. It's it's being built by that song, which is really special, you know, not that we would like lift up this song to the level of the scripture, but like, it's, it's just, it's bringing some things in scripture to life for people. You know, when you think about the Valley of Dry Bones and prophesying, um, these kids are starting to get that. And and it it started to bring a lot of life to our church. And, you know, it obviously like in our, um, during the fall, we do um, something called Revival Nights. And that song just about, Caused the church to crumble <laughs> all around us. It was, it was absolutely nuts. And, you know, it's, it's like really special to be able to like, even if you, you know, are just nearby when that song is starting to take root somewhere, a song like that just starts to kind of mark, you know, a ministry and mark a movement. And it's, it's been really cool just to be able to be in the space when god starts moving in people's lives and um it's really been to that with that with that playing in the background you know what i'm saying yeah it's awesome
0: yeah. it's been great we had a uh, the guy i was telling you about who we wrote this with david um he's at a church out in california and it's been fun uh, doing these songs. And like the fun part for me is like when you start playing them in church and you start seeing, OK, this has a little bit of something on it and they start to kind of they have a little bit of an identity, like when you come out of a writing room. But then once you get it in church and start playing it in front of people, they kind of start to take a life of their own a bit. And so anytime we had a chance, we were I was like sending him, hey, we did it in this room. We did it in this room. This is how it felt. And um, he sent me one back and he was like, man, they have like a prayer room. He's like, we did it in a prayer room and man, we were there for a minute. And, um, he said a guy came up and had kind of a word of prophecy, like after they had sung that song and he was talking about, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. He, I, I wasn't until he told me about it, but it was all about like a super bloom, which is essentially like in a desert. It's like this rare phenomenon that like, it's a dry, dead, barren place, but like in the right climate and in the right type of season it will bloom all of these like crazy colored flowers and stuff like that. That's my poor man's explanation of a super bloom. Um, But he was kind of just declaring a super bloom season over the church. Um, And this was probably, man, 12 months ago at this point. And um, really to kind of see what the Lord has been doing and what the Holy Spirit has been doing in the church over the last season. Like, it's just been so cool that one, that prophecies are like, the Lord is good on that, in that those are being fulfilled. Um, but also, this like that this song was able to help um, usher in that type of spirit, and like we could we could hear from the Lord in those ways through through this
1: song. has been super cool. I feel like "Alive Again" is like that t- kind of like an anthem song of that prophesying to the dry bones mm-hmm. to to come alive. And I don't know. I just feel like anytime we play it, you can literally just see like like everybody's faces are just like I don't know, they just they just grasp a hold of it. Every word that's saying, they just they I don't know, they go with it. I don't know how how else to like say it, you know? Yeah yeah
0: it's kind of it's kind of a builder like this that come alive come alive come alive that cadence season like it kind of like your first time you see it immediately is a is hooky and so it feels good but i think like the repetitiveness the repetitive nature of it like it kind of really does start to really call something up and so it's like if you're walking in and you're like barely know the lord or you're in a hard season or anything like something new is getting welled up in you as you kind of are singing that kind of cadence. But then if you've been walking with them forever and you're great, it's like, it kind of becomes this anthem where you'll, yeah, like, let's go, let's go for more. And so it kind of, it has really kind of served, like served as a broad, it can, it can like really minister to a broad group of people.
6: I just, I feel like I just remembered the the testimony. I don't know why it just like popped into my head, (laughs) but uh, we had a guy at our church who, who was really struggling with social anxiety and, um, literally just couldn't like, didn't want to be around people. And, and, uh, came to like all 21 days at our church. We do a thing called 21 days of prayer. And, um, he came every single morning just by himself. He would like sit in a corner. Of course, by the end of it, we're like going out to eat and hanging out with them and stuff. Um, but he told me, um, And I think it was even in a written testimony that he did from the stage, we kind of did like some some cool um, like spots in service where we were letting people do like their testimonies, just like written out or whatever. And and uh, he literally said the the first time that he heard that song, um, he said it was like the second time he'd been to LifePoint. And he said that was the song that really spoke to me, that there were dead things in my life that, that I could overcome with him, that those things could come alive again. And, and uh, he said he, he used to not struggle with social anxiety, but it turned into, um, it turned into social anxiety. And then here's, here's this guy, like a couple of months later, standing on a stage in front of people, you know, like, like sharing his testimony about having social anxiety and how God has kind of like helped him overcome it in a, in a sense. So. It was uh, it, it's been a really special, special song for sure in in our house, in Louisville, and honestly across the life points everywhere yeah. for sure. Yeah, you guys
2: hit a little bit on like when you get together and write, um, and you, you kind of hit on this a little bit, Eric, and uh, but what does that look like for you guys? Do you guys kind of come in with things you've been working on, or? Are uh, you just kind of like because you you know like different churches, same church but different bodies, kind of coming together to write uh, about what you guys are going through? Could you give us a little insight, like what does that look like when you guys are all together? Uh, how are you guys writing with one another? Yeah, you want to take a yeah. Birth?
4: I think it's it's a little bit of both. Um, I think the the great thing about the co-writing that um, that I have. I enjoy the most is, you know, there's, there's a, there's something that's awesome about community. Um, obviously we're built for community, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what it is you do, you need people, you know, and, you know, people bring great things out of you. Bible says, like iron sharpens iron. So does one man of God to the other, you know? And so there's like, there's like this awesome um, benefit um, of community, but then there's also just the, not just the product that it yields, but just the environment I guess created. And like a lot of times with songwriting rooms, there's been times I've been in rooms where the only purpose of that room was for us to just be together and encourage each other. Um, and it just, sometimes we just so happen to get a song, you know, and you know, I can't tell you how many, songwriting sessions I've been in that no one will ever hear that song. But it blessed us. It was for that moment. And um it comes in a lot of different ways. You know, sometimes it's like somebody's got something that's really hot on their spirit. That's usually like one of the questions I'll ask. Like, does anybody have something that's really hot in their spirit? You know? Um because like if there is something that's really hot in your spirit, even if that word or that lyric or that melody is like, you know, just the thing that like, gets the ideas flowing, it's it's of use, you know, it's super beneficial. And so a lot of guys will sometimes have like, you know, like you'll call it, you know, not to be like crass, but you'll call it like the bathroom chorus. It's like, I'll go to the bathroom before, you know, we start and a little chorus will pop in my head and I'll just, somebody might say, hey, I got a, I got a little idea that we wanna try this. And um, sometimes somebody has something that's really defined and established or sometimes we'll ground it up, you know, where you walk in the room with a really blank canvas and we just try to have a conversation with each other and just pull on the the little strings that start to show themselves. You know, like you can just start catching up because a lot of times like, you know, like if me and Dustin are in a room, you know, it's probably been a while since we've seen each other. And it's like, yo, what's new, you know, and you're hearing about the baby and you're hearing about, you know, this kid and the move and, you know, you know, it was wild, like this and this and this. And then something might get said that, like, maybe does something to your heart or to your spirit. And then a lot of times we'll just kind of pull on that thread a little bit. And somewhere in that conversation, you know, be it like at breakfast or in the room, um, there might be. There might be a song in that conversation that, um, that God allowed us, allowed us to see, you know, or hear that we didn't think we would ever be writing about, you know? Um, but it is, it might be the thing that we walk away with. So there's this, it's like, it's a little bit of everything, you know, I've, I've walked into rooms where, you know, somebody has a chorus and it's the keeper, you know, we end up with that at the end of the day, it goes untouched and we just got to put stuff around it. And we've also walked into rooms where it's like, hey, I have no idea what we're going to walk out of here with. And the song is like an EDM song. It's like, how did we end up here? Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: <yeah. laughs> now, do you guys find yourself doing, so I do this, um, I'm, I'm a youth pastor, so I'm always looking for like sermon illustrations and stuff. So I'll be like, something will happen random. I'm like, oh, it's a sermon illustration there. Do you guys do that? Like with music, you're like, something will happen. You'll be like, oh, I gotta write a song about that. Hundred percent.
4: A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
6: Yeah, dude. all the, all the time. All I feel time. like
4: I'm always finding more yeah, songs dude. that could be country song lyrics. Because like <laughs> yeah. any, any yeah. anything yeah. could be a country song. You know what I'm saying? it's like, Birch is trying to write country yeah, songs these days he, he
0: he keeps showing he, show, he keeps like, showing me that's ideas that's these days I hear he keeps yes. showing me ideas he's like listen to this country song I'm like bro you just played a band, Yo, band I'm- it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's the same it's the same song you wrote the other day you just put it hey, listen, listen
4: I'm trying to get into that country game <laughs> holler at me holler at me <laughs>
0: Country uh, <laughs> yes, strong, yes.
4: whoever you know, what I'm saying Yellowstone. <laughs> I'll let your boy. I, I got, I got, I got bars for y'all. <laughs> uh,
6: nah, dude, these these writing rooms, honestly, to like kind of go back a little bit. I I think they're every one of them has been a, a little bit different. You know, like every every one of them. I think there's some rooms that I'll go into and I'm just like. You're right. That is a good idea. You know, like I'm the guy in the room in the corner, and then there's other rooms where you're really just vibing with people, and and like there's something special that happens, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of like a mix, like what Birch was saying. It's, it's it's a mix of all of it, all of it combined. Every room, kind of what I'm learning, is it produces a little something different. You know, yeah.
0: everybody kind of falls into a role. It's 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 all kind of built around like authenticity and vulnerability really I think are the two main pieces where it's like you walk in and you are just more like determined to be a contributing factor to the the dynamic for the next two three four hours um and be like just authentically yourself bring yourself fully to the table um and just fully devoted to the process I'm not like the best songwriter in the world I kind of lean more towards like the producing side and stuff like that um so I love helping creating a vibe in a room but like Mm -hmm. um but like you get in on the writing if you're just contributing to the room you know what i mean and so um really digging in getting to know people it's really more of a personal game than anything else and game sounds horrible it's like a personal like you learn to get to know people some some rooms you're in you're like oh i've written with you before or we're buddies like let's do this and um but then there's some where it's like oh we just met we shook hands we walked in and let's go write a song it doesn't feel like it's got to be so business so you can take the time to like honestly the stuff i love the most is probably the first 45 minutes to an hour of a write of just being like who like you got kids like how are your kids your kids good like you like being a dad you like being a mom is it hard is it good you know what i'm saying this that, that kind of stuff is so much is so like where the depth of the songwriting comes in is like really just being yeah. personable with people and creating a good vibe is that for sure it's that
2: first 45 minutes where the country song oh comes. my you gosh drive and your kids yeah. and your job exactly. that's, that's where the it's
4: the first 45 minutes you gotta, the you gotta bring song. the dog in too gotta, don't forget the dog yeah, yeah. Right. yeah you know it's because it's I, I was actually um so i was i've been in a couple of random rights lately and uh, the most recent one was uh with a like a with a rapper who's like in here in richmond where i live and um
0: country ccm rap just make sure dude, everyone's yeah, keeping track dude, <laughs> i just uh, genres, bro i'm,
4: I'm, I'm an eye on this profile so everything's a great idea you know what i'm saying and so <laughs> like um one of the things i was you know talk with him because you know he's got like a really like uh he's got a his brain is very like formulaic he's thinking about exactly the track list that he wants to write songs based upon the track names and I'm, and I was just kind of encouraging him, like, "Hey, like, don't, don't be married to anything except for a good song." You know what I'm saying? You know. And so, like, if you kind of sometimes walk into those rooms with an agenda, the the thing that it should be might just pass you by because you're so determined on what you're tr- trying to do. And so, sometimes, like, like you know, like like everybody just said, like those first forty five minutes, it's it's to help you slow down. You know because everybody goes into the writing room with like five little ideas in their voice memo. And like, right before you get started, everybody's doing this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so you just, sometimes you got to just like trust that you should be there and everybody is excited to be there and happy and it's going to be a good experience. And you've done all you can do to prepare for that moment. And you have to just lean into the community, you know? you're if you kind of like are determined to write the song that you want to write it then you'll probably write a lot of songs by yourself you know and and they could probably they probably can be great you know but like there's certain there's certain things that are special that are made especially for a community and so if you can just like step yeah, into the good. room lay down your agenda and just be willing um to have a good time and be committed to saying like let's just do our very best. Let's do the let's do let's do the best job we can do. Let's not even write the best song. Let's just let's just give our let's give our all, you know, and and like be happy that we got to spend this time together, you know. Um you know, one of the guys that I we were writing with in this last camp um is a dude named Andy who I used to write with a lot back in the day. And um he's kind of a freaky guy to get in a writing room with because he's always got this really interesting smile on his face and, uh, and he's, he's amazing. You, you don't know if he's being serious or not when he throws out an idea because he throws it out with a smile. And I, was, and I told him, I said, I, one of the days we were like just chilling, I was like, dude, I just love that your attitude is always so good in a writing room. And it's like, you've just got a big smile on your face. I love it. And he was just telling me, he's like, dude, this is a dream. He's like, we get to sit in a room together and, Mm -hmm. you know, be worship leaders and write a song. And even if the song doesn't ever see the light of day, it was a good time for us. And this is what we Mm -hmm. spend the majority of our time doing. He's like, this is awesome, you know? And so sometimes you got to just not try to always be thinking about writing a hit and just say like, these people are, I'm glad I get to be in this room today. You know, you know, yeah. like I got, I'm glad I get to be on this pod today with you guys and just hang out and laugh and, yeah. you know, talk about my aspirations as a country songwriter, you know, that
0: <laughs> a country, a country, a country, that, rapper,
4: that, that, that was, that was yeah. worth the, the podcast rapper. to me. You, you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <You're right>. <laughs>
1: yeah. So has there ever been, um, like a spontaneous moment? Maybe that's on a, been on a Sunday morning or maybe a night at worship that a tag of something or happened and then it's gone to the writing room? And has it became a song? Is there a song out that is?
0: Now? Yeah. Uh, to Know You, uh, we released, uh, that was probably March last year, about a year ago um, yeah, last yeah. year. It's honestly still one of my favorites. The whole chorus, to know you, to love you, to love you is all I want to do. Was that, was that you, Birch? Was that a chorus you kind of started? Was a freedom conference? Was that what so? That was?
4: There, there's like a couple of them to know. To know you, um, we we kind of got in a room together and got the the, the majority of that done. Um, but there was like, there was elements of that chorus that were like, like a callback from some from something else. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, which is, you know, super cool. Um, and mm-hmm. there's and there's been like other. Um there's been a ton of other songs that like a little spontaneous moment um created something like uh, it just awakened something inside of us and um there was actually a song uh years ago I was thinking about it, called Revival that had that kind of idea. It came out in a prayer service um i mean there there yeah that that is really special it doesn't always happen. Um, but when it does, it's super cool. And I think, especially for people who might have remembered that, hearing that in another song one day, it's kind of a, it's like, whoa, that came out in a moment. And I remember it. It's kind of like a really cool call back to a special moment, you know, yeah. months or years ago.
0: We did have a couple things like in uh, if you if you watch the shameless plug here, the YouTube video, the extended version of Alive Again on YouTube. It's not on the Spotify or Apple Music release, but it is on the YouTube video. Um, There's a flow that Darian does. Um, It's let every ear that hear, hear the voice of the Lord come alive. It's kind of that blow he does. Um, We've had some tags with some of these new batches that have hit on a Sunday morning that almost become like this weird second bridge. Like we just kind of can't not come back to mm-hmm. them, um, and so like I think I don't remember. Maybe I think that might have been a flow Taylor did on a Sunday morning. Taylor is one of our worship leaders, and um, I'll be honest. I think he, I think he,
4: they came. He came up with that during praying for the night.
0: Was yeah, it like yeah. sound It like, or like I, th- just I prayer? think somebody.
4: I think we were like praying together just to like start the night off, and yeah. he like whispered it in his ear before like the final go of it. And yeah it was like,
0: and so since it's since it got sung that first time we just can't not sing yeah. it it's kind of just part of the song now yeah. and people can be like oh it's not authentic flow i don't really care about that like it's just like it yeah. does something to the room and like and it does something yeah. to me when we sing it it's just such a strong thing so we've had some tags too that like become weird part third fourth bridges of songs too
1: <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> well we we were going to ask you guys about a couple of our favorite songs and actually kind of already hit on uh one of them but uh to know you was one we were going to ask but another one if you would guys wouldn't mind sharing the heart behind uh and just kind of how it came together uh, i won't forget mm.
0: i'll let
6: you take that one dustin <laughs> all right uh that one man we were we were uh, it was just one of those special rooms you know um got to write that one with hope uh darst and david Ramirez. Um, man, just two super special people. I remember, um, what, I, I guess that was like, what was that? Our first camp it's June, founded?
0: 2021.
6: Yeah. Yeah. That was our it first was, camp. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was like our first like actual camp that we did. And, um, man, I was just sitting in the room before everyone got there and I was like messing around on a guitar horribly, but I was messing around on a guitar <laughs> and, uh, And I had this, I just had these thoughts kind of going through my mind and I was, I was kind of trying to hum a chorus to it. And, and then, um, I remember Hope getting in the room Man, she's just super special. If you know her, she's incredible. Um, I remember her walking in the room and she's like, hold on, what are you, what are you doing right there? You know? So, so we just immediately just, we didn't even say, Hey, you know, I'm Destin. I'm Hope. We just like literally went straight in and, um, man, yeah, just something magical came out of it. It was a, it was a really tough time in my life um, that I had kind of walked through and the Lord had kind of brought me through it. And, and the Lord just, uh, yeah, I just, I I was, I was sitting there and I was thinking, man, like, what, what do I need? Like, what did I need in this moment? And, uh, and then Hope was like, you know what? I think I need something in this moment. And then David was like, struggling with some, some like health stuff in his ear. And he's like, he's like man he was actually kind of freaking out and um and so we were like in this we're in this moment where we all were sitting there and we kind of had a eureka moment of like no we we just like in these hard moments like we just don't want to forget how good god is you know and and so that's really what it was birthed out of just the, a few people in a room who had been going through some hard stuff and uh needed that fresh reminder of of the goodness of god and and uh, needed to almost just like proclaim it until we believed it, <laughs> you know. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. like where we were. But, uh, that's why it's honestly it's it's one of it's one of it's a special song um, for me. I don't know about for everyone else, but for me, and honestly, that's that's good enough.
4: <laughs> that's so good, man. Yeah, I agree, man. It's um, I I I love how um, that song, you know. One, it, it gives such a cool picture of, I know this might be like a more of a technical thing, but like with the, a male and female kind of duet vocal, I know sometimes it could seem like a nice production thing, but I think it just gives a picture of like the body, you know what I'm saying? male And then female, you know, like declaring together. It's, it gives, it gives everybody in the room something to sing, you know? And, um, yeah. You know the the thing about that song is that it helps us remember, like that, you know, like this far has the Lord been faithful? You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's that there's that moment where like the like the children of Israel, you got to build the Ebenezer. You got to like have that stone of remembrance that reminds you when you look back, like God was faithful back then, and if He is the same God, like there's no reason for me to doubt that he won't be faithful for me to me again, you know? And so yeah, um right. you know, that that um that notion isn't not necess- isn't necessarily like groundbreaking, but dude, how often do we forget? You know, like how many times we don't worry yeah. today? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. How many times have we been yeah. concerned about our future? And obviously we're human and it's going to happen. But um it just um every time that song comes on, it reminds reminds us that God has been faithful and um, those of us who are prone to forget need to remind ourselves over and over and over. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely one of my favorites for sure. So March 24th, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I'm ready is coming out. Sing new single. Tell us about it. This is one of my, uh,
0: personal uh favorites from the bunch um it surprised me i've never i didn't write on it, so I can say this I've never heard a chorus <laughs> like this like like it is so unique uh um, birch was a writer on it so he can he can talk a bit about it but um but beyond even its unique cool it's very cool musically like i'm a producer producer nerd like love that stuff and so like musically it's it's one of the things I'm most proud of um it's just, it's just a cool sounding song. It like, to me, it's one of my favorites that we've done in that, in that kind of way. Um, but man, the lyric is so strong. I'll speak to just even, we've been playing it in church for a bit. We've used it. We use and abuse this song, man. We're like serve weekend. We, yes. And I'm ready, Lord. We're going, yes. Send me, we got an offering. Yes. And I'm ready, Lord. Let's go. Let's use me, send it. Like we, it works in so many different ways and it, it just like has been so cool. Um, when I heard it, I was like, "This is cool." I don't think we can play this on a Sunday morning, and I was so wrong. Like, it has just worked so well. Um, it's just so it's such a unique um, take on just your availability and your yes. And so, I'll Birch. I'll let you talk about the the, the right and all that stuff because that's such a cool story. But yeah, it's been it's been it's been special. Yeah.
4: Well, first of all, I mean, you know, I was in a room with absolute legends you know, um, just, uh, a a great friend named Steve who, um, has been like kind of always kind of around our church for the last few years through friendships. He's, he's yeah, you know, and, um, he's just an animal and, uh, a young lady named Cecily who is, is brilliant. And Um, if you haven't heard her on stuff that she's commercially released, you really need to listen. She's, she's a gift. And, um, and then David was, uh, in the room as well with, um, and he just helps, like Eric said, like, you know, the, the vibe, like some people might not quite understand that when you say like set a vibe, but it, it really is everything. And, um, he's just got a way to kind of. Sculpt music in such a way that makes you feel like everything you say or, or sing is the most beautiful thing ever, you know, and so I don't know if it's like his production that's making this song sound great or if it actually is good, but I just tell you <laughs> what dude, I love <laughs> just like humming when he's like playing like pads or something uh, so yeah. you know um we you know it was one of those kind of things where we were um just conversating and um we started getting onto this melodic place and i just i i shared a little something about where i was at in the season i was in about like um like some of you you know a lot of you you guys might not know this but like in the last year i've changed campuses in the church I've, i've sold my house moved to a new place put my kids in a new school Basically exploded blew up my community, trying to rebuild it back again. <laughs> you know, like we just like put ourselves through like the ringer in the last year and a half. <laughs> yeah. As like, yeah, was number one dad, Father's Day, I didn't get anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta write them country songs, man. The country songs. You know, you know, <laughs> just because we were like because we were like saying yes to God for some really specific things that He laid in our heart. Um, but we we just as a family were talking about that we were just gonna say yes to God, no matter what he called us to. Crazy story, like two years ago, like I have, I have this almost like out of body spiritual experience with a person in the city of Richmond that's like, that's like a stranger in the street that's just yelling and screaming at me. Feels like it's a dream. This man is following me and my wife down the road yelling at us, telling us that we shouldn't be in the city, that we don't belong here. And like, we are being followed by this person for like 30 minutes. We go into a restaurant, come out, he's still there, waiting on us, begins yelling at us again. We walk towards this man and he turns and goes in the other direction. And in that moment, God told me that uh, that man represented a, a darkness that was in that city and, because God was calling us to take it, the only way to, to see that thing scatter was not to go around it or or run away from it was but it was to go straight towards it. And um, we like put our house on the market like shortly after that. And um, we had just been in a yes season, and um, it just it just ignited something inside of everybody. And it song there's people say things like the song sometimes feel like they write themselves that one really felt like it did. It felt like we just got to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it just kept falling into our lap and you've got the brilliance of Cecily and, um, you know, Steve is just like, you know, giving us great options after option after option. And I'm just there just like giving God glory, you know what I'm saying? Along the way (laughs) and doing my best to contribute. Um, and it turned into what I thought may just be a, an anthem for for the four of us turned into something that could be really and you know could re- really minister to the church and so that that that's like kind of what that that day was like um and but what it's what it's been for us post that is just it's put language to um or it's predetermined my submission to god you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. i've already said yes you know what i'm saying i've already said i will i already said i'm i i choose to surrender and so when it comes to like god making a request of me he already had my yes you know what i'm saying um and so it's not even a matter of him having to ask it's just a matter of me obeying You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, that's a lot.
2: Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I love, I love, this is why I love being able to talk with, uh, talk with people about the stories behind and the heart behind songs, because now when I listen to those songs, I get to have that context. And it's like, for me, it's just like, Oh yeah, this is, it elevates everything. So thanks for sharing about those songs, guys. We really appreciate you guys kind of going, going behind the scenes on with us on that. Um, we like to, uh, we like to move on now with, uh, with our first time guest. We always like to kind of do a favorite things, uh, kind of get to know you, uh, segment. Uh, this is where in our podcast, if things are going great and we're having a great interview, this is where it goes off the rails because <laughs> when you ask someone what their favorite ice cream flavor is, especially when there's multiple people in an interview, you know, um, you guys love each other, but I, this is where it could go off the rails. Okay, is, I'll just give you a heads up. Are you telling um, us we should? We're we, gonna should na- we should
0: send it off the rails. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Send it off the rails. Yes. Would yeah. you, yeah, send would off you the rails. like us the,
2: to take it? To that place. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to have some, uh, you know, some material for a country song. Yes. Bert. Here we go. Uh, this is this is this is where the here comes the heartbreak. Okay. Now, uh
6: yeah,
2: yeah, that's we'll a song right a, there. Is here your, comes the
4: heartbreak.
0: Here Yo. Comes the heartbreak. there it is there it is here comes the heartbreak hang on
4: one second just, here's his voice oh yeah there he
0: is oh i'm, I'm so unprepared
5: <laughs> for this oh my goodness <laughs>
2: uh yeah so uh we'll we'll, we'll just start off easy though so um you, you guys can answer separately but what is your favorite food
0: all of it
1: all food <laughs> Safe answer. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding.
6: I'm into that answer. That's not a real answer. That's
1: Dustin's answer for sure. I don't
6: do I don't do fish though. I'm not like a fish guy. I love fish. Um fish just like hits me the wrong way, you know? You're supposed (laughs) to eat it once (laughs) it's dead, bro.
0: (laughs) 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 That's also a country song.
4: (laughs) I would probably say eat it
0: it when it's dead. I think
4: like true story, like my favorite. I don't know necessarily. This is like just like, but like, if I get like a rack of lamb, it's probably the greatest thing there is.
1: That was a super spiritual answer, all in one. Like the lamb of God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> why are you <laughs> eating? Why? why are you eating it? Yeah, hey, he not laid not his life down. To, <laughs> it's kind
5: of. <laughs>
0: For his yeah, yeah, this is no my really body. Eat, eat this. For dinner. He
5: laid, it, he laid it down for dinner. <laughs> That's
2: right. Uh. Hey, with some mint
1: jelly. You oh like it my with gosh, mint jelly? Yes. Isn't yes. that awesome? Yes. It's so good. Listen. I don't know about this mint jelly stuff. Mint disgusting. jelly and <laughs> lamb is amazing.
0: I'll try anything. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Hey, I'll give it a go. For real, though, I my favorite food is any like a, a good yellow curry. Like Thai, okay. like situation. I'm into that. Oh, too. the coconut yeah. milk in there just—I just, I just put my just put my face. I'm in not. It I'm just, not getting paid. I'm not getting paid for
6: this. But I, one of my favorite places on planet Earth is Papacitos in Houston,
0: Texas. Shout out. There's just nothing like. I'd love to have you on the podcast, papacitos, You're hearing I'll this let, right now.
4: I'll let your boy.
1: Let oh, no, your boy. <laughs> up. Sponsor us. All right. uh, Favorite movie? Ooh. Oh, shit. It could be all time or current
4: favorite. That's a hard one.
0: Ooh. I'll go all time. uh, Forrest Gump or. It's a good one. Or. Why can't I think of the name of my favorite movie? I don't know. (laughs) If you wouldn't have asked, I wouldn't uh, (laughs) have. Shoot. Goodwill hunting. Sorry. I found it.
4: Dude, first Matt go. Damon and Ben Affleck collab—it's kind of what set the world on fire with those two guys. Yep, it's a, that's mm-hmm. a good one.
0: I got a lot of family in the Northeast, so it kind of hits a little. It kind of hits a little yeah. close to home.
4: Mm. Um, I would say my current favorite movie, um, and I'm I'm just a nerd, so I'm like a big Marvel guy, and um, the original Black Panther is it just is favorite in so many ways and you know like for i mean so many things there's, you can't i can't describe for how many reasons why i love it um but it's probably like of my modern favorite um maybe like my uh timeless favorite and this is strange to say especially for for a black <laughs> dude but yo mary poppins <laughs> Yo, it, yo, hard. it does not miss
5: dude it's right yeah,
6: that's, Dick Van, that's Dick what,
4: Van Dyke bro right, come on bro. man
6: yeah, yeah it's, it's we, not bad I,
2: right before this interview my kids and I just watched two episodes of Dick, Dick Van Dyke at a show my dude. kids love Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke it's not uh, to love the old yeah, black bro. and white you chefs, gotta let that man cook man just gotta let him
4: cook bro he's in there getting it on the rooftop you know what I'm saying <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Next writing session, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, mine's like a weird
6: throwback, and I, I don't even know why. I, I feel like I like I love a, a good rags to riches story, you know. So I go uh, I go a classic. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no. But actually, <laughs> that movie's great, but no. Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, dude. Ooh, Kicking it old okay, school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like I a Monte Cristo sandwich. If we're going back to favorite foods, I like a Monte Cristo. Yo, I'm into that, too. You guys Monte ever Chris. been
4: to Florida guys?
0: G- Talk about, talking oh, about yeah, jellies All and day.
6: stuff? Yeah, I'm on with that, bro. Oh. Yes, with the little pepper jam, mm-hmm. bro. Mm.
5: Let's go. <laughs>
6: Let's go. Uh,
2: I'll
5: like, count on more. that Monte Cristo. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, Um you guys have a favorite artist of all time. Musical, not not painter.
4: (laughs) Dude, I was so gonna say painter.
2: (laughs) I was was gonna specify because one time someone was like, um Michelangelo. I was like, wait a second.
0: uh, wrong answer.
4: Um, I would probably (laughs) say my favorite artist of all time is Prince. But my favorite song of all time is also the greatest song of all time is uh september virus, Wind and fire
0: <laughs> it's just the oh. craziest thing you could say <laughs> i thought you were gonna yeah. say like jesus loves me or no nah, dude P- prince prince <laughs>
4: is probably my favorite artist of all time you know he's he's genre genre legendary. setting you know just yeah. legendary
0: i can't pick are we going like, so I have too many caveats. It's a, it's it just means too much to me. Uh, so are we going like, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm a nine on the Enneagram. Uh, uh, are we going like band or like solo artists? And I need parameters. Don't say either one.
1: Hmm. Let's see. For you, we can do band. Okay.
0: Band. Yes, you just made it harder for me.
4: easier.
1: Uh, <laughs> no no
0: it's cool uh all time just like never not in rotation um is either the killers um or the national are kind of two bands that i just am never not listening to just too much good stuff brandon flower is probably one of the best like front men of all time like proof to me that that's not true really Yeah, uh, here we go. This is where <laughs> this is where it gets good, guys. This is this, awesome. this, this this happens I didn't say, so many I didn't times say, I didn't say,
4: because it's like it happens with this. It happens with <laughs> who's the goat of greatest basketball player of all time. It's, we don't oh don't bring gosh. that up.
0: Don't bring that up. Oh my don't, gosh! Don't bring, uh, don't bring that up. I didn't say he was the best. I said he is. Oh, one yeah. of the best. Yeah, yeah.
5: I understand. I understand
0: <laughs> the importance of that clarification, but. Sure, yeah. one of the greatest right. frontmen of all time, for sure.
1: Dustin, you have one, dude. This hard. is too, this is not
0: this is not
6: cool, bro. I don't want to
1: <laughs> authenticity. It's baby. so
6: hard, dude. I I would just have to say, I have to just bring it back to like, like when I first fell in love with music. And that would have to be like Under Oath, like classic Ooh, yes. Under Oath. You know? Which Under Oath? I can't like tell a boy you breath, Which Under Oath? Boy Boybrush Red Living in Black and White was probably, it was like my pregame song. I would have my headphones in and just freaking getting hyped. What
2: about, were you pregame? You know? I can't before. tell you how many times Chris and I soccer would dude. drive We're going to call it soccer.
6: Okay.
2: Yes. Chris and I would drive around <laughs> with Under Oath going in his old Pontiac. Like Monty. windows down, no AC, and that the speakers right, are cracking. Dude. And we just got under oath, and we're just like, Yeah, this is awesome! You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: no, I was it in feels a so right. back in high school days, I was in a uh, rock band called Scarlet with a K. Yeah, you were because they were because they were good cool. We were nice. cool. We yes. Were cool. Yeah, they were different. They were different. And we we covered Under Oath and all that. It was it was good times. But anyways, were, we're you good guys good in. or <laughs> were you guys bad? How were you guys? <laughs> um we, at the time we had all just started Can like, I answer? Like we we had all just started doing uh instru- like playing instruments and stuff. So it was all like like our first like two songs we recorded. We recorded them on an old Windows computer. And we used a, a a rock band drum set, mided it up to to record the drums on it. So um, you're saying like you was, guys were great? Yeah, like <laughs> we were Al City before Al City was a thing. Out under under <laughs> oath, under oath meets Al City.
0: Yes. that's yeah. that's Come the collab. That. That's the collab. No one knew they needed, uh, but you guys were giving it. I I could be for that. I could be for that. Might, I I'm I'm curious.
2: I'll tell you that. <laughs> They were Quaker Oats meets Pigeon City.
1: They were something else. (laughs) They, they they were. I don't know what they were. I'm I'm so sad. Andrew Lutz, which Dustin, you know, but he was in the band with me and his brother. It was a, it was a great time. Core memories, (laughs) man.
0: Those, that sounds so fun. I had six bands just like it. They are all. Oh yeah. Just lean into it. (laughs) Yeah. So, favorite ice cream flavor? Who?
6: This one, this one, I'll go first, and I'm just gonna speak of another endorsement. Okay. Do okay. not
1: say that what was, I think you're gonna say because it's not good. I'm gonna
6: say I'm gonna say Jenny's ice cream. Okay, okay. Okay. And I'm gonna say the ooey gooey butter cake. It's probably called gooey butter cake. I just add a ooey to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just so good. That is, it's the bop, bro. It is the bop. I promise All you. Right. You're
1: welcome. If we have time, everyone. Gonna... Ahead, I thought you were gonna say the one that we went uh on a trip to the Belonging Co and you had to stop at the gas station and have that ice cream.
6: No, that one doesn't count. That dude. That's just like good. classic.
1: That's a classic treat. <laughs> not you good.
6: know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's not the best, but it's a classic treat.
0: <laughs> Carvel. You're talking Carvel. To, you're speaking of Carvel right. right now. That's what it is. I'm a pistachio guy. Like straight up. Can't, I can't. It's hard to find one that I don't like. I don't have a favorite brand. Just anything
1: pistachio is amazing. So, did you get the like the Starbucks pistachio drinks and everything? Did you try those? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh man, I don't. I know did. The, is out, it like? Did they
0: have like the shaken espresso thing? That's like a brown. I'm trying to think.
1: Uh, no. There there was like three different ones. There was just a pistachio latte. Then there was a p- uh, pistachio cold brew and a. Pistachio You're thinking of the brown
2: sugar oat milk shake and espresso.
1: That's that's, that's my
2: favorite.
0: I don't know why I associated that with pistachio, <laughs> but no. I, do they still
1: have it? Should I, can I get it? I I tried to get They're it today, it. and they were out at my local
4: Starbucks. Bummer. Dude, okay. I'm yeah. I'm with you on uh, pistachio, uh, pistachio ice cream. I'm with you on it. There you go. D- this this will <laughs> be one thing we agree on, like with no question. <laughs> <laughs> no not a single bit of pushback <laughs> we need
0: to go we need me and you need a night we're gonna go get Dude, some heck ice yeah cream. i will say this though there is a spot in town it's called blue cow yes. and they have a uh it's a goat blue cow it's a it's, a it's like a goat cheese ice cream like yeah. a blueberry yeah. swirl goat cheese situation it freaks yeah. people out because of the goat situation but it is so Cause there's good. a goat in there it's like yeah. It's just, it's a it's a common thing.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm pistachio as well. It's uh, yeah, pistachio. it's um, I, my mom growing up only ate pistachio ice. Cream. Do the accent. Do the accent. <laughs> I can't. She'll kill me. Like pretend. <laughs> let like, like let like, like,
0: <laughs> pretend 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 like your mom is bringing you yeah, a if bowl she, of ice if cream she from she
4: the sees kitchen it, right she'll now. Kill me. I'm telling you. If she's she, not gonna see this. She's gonna be up here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> she's not she's gonna, gonna see be- this. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you. Remember, we we're posted her. Nice yeah. <laughs> no, she just she has a little <laughs> accent, and she's from the Caribbean, and she's like, and she calls me BJ for Birchman Junior. And she say, BJ, you want some ice cream? And you know, she'll have whole little things. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I wouldn't take medicine, so she would crush the medicine and put it in ice cream. She says, the, "What I used to do for you um, when you were little, I would take the ice cream and mash it up real fine." Put this inside the ice cream and you just yum it up.
0: Yum it
2: <laughs> yum it up. Oh. She sounds amazing. My mom would be like,
1: choose a pill and shut up. Yeah. She's,
4: she's a good one. She's a real one.
1: Um, favorite Disney
4: song. Man. Oof, that's shoot. a hard one. Um, I will uh, say hmm. I think my favorite Disney song of all time. Probably Can You Feel the Love Tonight
5: by Elton John. That's pretty tough, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a few Elton John songs on that movie that yeah. could be up there. Mm-hmm. Why
0: why did he go so hard on it? Well that, the
4: thing he? is, he went hard he on it. It's he went so hard good. on it, but then he he didn't sing the whole record like like the Tarzan um soundtrack. Even though we Hill love Collins. Phil Collins, he just yeah. he sang every Oak single Philly song. C, bro! <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, man, you would have to sing True. every song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's arguably two of the best Disney soundtracks: Lion yes. King. And-
0: yeah, I'm gonna have to just second that. I'm gonna go away from it just because I feel like we need some variety. I have two girls, so I have a seven-year-old, and chib- she <laughs> Oh a chib- gosh, it's,
6: here comes Frozen. Right? No,
0: like, well, that's their f- oh. that. What well, was a favorite? I'm moving on. So, uh, actually, <laughs> uh, Moana, Yo. the mm. like the yeah. one, the whole soundtrack's great, but the one with the rock. Uh, You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. That one. Yeah. I have me- many fond memories, like hearing hearing my daughter <laughs> sing it. It makes me oh, feel yes. happy. Good job! Yeah, to my rock.
2: girls that my girls will come to me singing random songs, and I'm and and I'm like, where where is that from? They're like, oh, it's the Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know every word, and it's like I've not heard it yet, but I've not seen Frozen <laughs> two
0: yet either. So it's the better Frozen. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, okay. I'd have to give that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took my little
1: niece. My little one, as soon as uh, "Into the Unknown" comes on, he literally goes, (gasps) (laughs) "Yeah, yeah." (laughs) And then at this, at the soon as the like the ending, it like crashes out, and it's like, "Boom!" And after he's like, "I love it." Again, (laughs) again, again. The
2: Panic at the Disco version of that song is way better than the original. It's
0: wild. Um, I don't know how. That's a that's a hot take. That's a hot <laughs> I like the
2: panic at the disco version. Uh, all right, do you guys have a favorite podcast? This is an easy one. Uh dude, my favorite It's on the is screen. The
0: it's
4: Christian, really Christian, Christian Music guys, guys podcast. Let's go. Let's... We really got to make that
0: logo bigger, Chris, Yeah, you, you know? got <laughs> I had to I had to read it.
5: Um,
0: do you really want to know podcasts? Yeah, yeah, go for it.
5: Oof.
0: Uh, I'm going to go I listen to Armchair Expert every day. All right. Just can't get away from it. The especially the uh what do you call it? The uh the one where they have people call in and tell the stories. It's um shoot, what is it called? Armchair Anonymous. They like tell stories. They like send out a a prompt and then they tell the stories. I there's a few things that make me laugh like harder out loud than some of those stories.
2: And and everyone else was the Christian Music Guys podcast.
6: Okay. Yes, <laughs> I uh, I love anything uh, John Maxwell, so I love his leadership podcast. I'm like kind of a nerd,
0: gotcha. When it comes to leadership podcasts. that was the right Christian Music Guys yeah. answer right
1: there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Edit me out, put him in.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't do the shameless plug on another leadership podcast I know of. The Daniel Floyd Leadership Podcast. Which one?
4: Yeah. Come on, guys! <laughs> Floyd, Come, on, guys.
1: Yeah, Come on, guys! Daniel. Come on! Really missed an
0: opportunity. It is great. Damn. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I think they really did an yeah, episode
4: today. They did part two of an episode. Yeah. Um, I like I like a lot yeah. of different podcasts. Um, Ground Up Show is really good. Um, Matt Devella. Um, Tim Ross's podcast is awesome the basement yeah, dude and one that, that one, i think yeah. eric put me on too uh and the writer is,
0: and the writer is they haven't
4: put anything out all year though
0: it's kind of, it's kind of been dead it, for they a had
4: some stuff like
0: uh through the end of, Re-
4: the la- of last year but like this whole year they haven't put yeah. anything out
0: yeah, yeah. if you're in a music podcast broken record is really great um that's with uh oh, shoot what's his name um he wrote the book uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, he's awesome. Um he does yeah. it. He does it with uh He's got a good podcast does. voice. It's perfect. it's Very <laughs> soothing. But he did a couple with Rick Rubin and a couple with like Quest Love that are probably some of the best. It's so insane. If you're into like kind of early nineties hip hop and just like well really Rick Rubin in general, because he's like hip hop all the way to like Metallica and everything in between. Um if you're into like kind of music creation stuff, Brooke Record's really great. Specifically those couple episodes. And then um Song Exploder is really great too. Um they kind of dive into they'll pick an artist, pick their song, and you hear it's like really short. They're like twelve to fifteen minutes long. You hear kind of stories, they kind of like they'll break down a couple of the multi track, like you'll hear little snippets of things they talk into it, and then they and then like go through it, interview them, tell stories, and then they just play the song at the end. It's like it's really satisfying. Yeah if you're into the process.
2: Well, you guys made it through the divisive part of the podcast. That's it. Yeah. You guys passed. You're still friends and still smiling. (laughs) Glad to see that. Uh, What's next for life point worship. I know you guys, uh, well, uh, you have an EP coming out. Uh, I'm assuming sometime, I don't know the date on that one and how can people keep up with you guys?
0: Yeah. So we're going to be releasing, um, through this whole year. Um, we have, uh, our next single comes out, like you said, March 24th, we have another single coming out in April and then the, we have seven songs. Um, so we're doing three singles and then a full seven song. Um, and it'll be like late May, early June. We're still doing a lot of things in house. So due dates can be a little, don't want to say them, you know what I'm saying? We're a little homegrown still, mm-hmm. but, um, it'll be March, April, May, will be for sure all the releases and then um we have a goal we're trying to write 40 songs this year um and we want to do we want to keep playing them in church we did a camp in December we've already got some new stuff playing in church so if you want to hear new life point worship music you got to come to church um <laughs> and then uh <laughs> yeah i i think we have a goal we have a dream we want to we want to record a full length next year live um mm. um maybe early next year sometime but um right now we're just trying to get these songs out and um, and play them in church and get new stuff going that's the goal man uh we just we want to awesome. be playing songs in church, loving on our church we're we're a ministry awesome. first, um yeah, really yeah. before any kind of like artist and stuff like that. We have some goals we want to like maybe get some tour dates here and there um if we can yeah. um kind of dream to to some of that stuff, but um, kind of trying to let some of that stuff come to us a little bit and just make sure we're faithful sure. um at home and and making sure teams are healthy, church is healthy, all the things, you know. So, um, But yeah, music's going to keep coming out um, through the year. We've got some other acoustic versions of stuff coming out and stuff like that too, so
2: yeah. Awesome. Well, if you guys need help on those 40 songs, Chris and I can show up with uh, ooey gooey ice cream and pistachio ice cream. We'll be
0: there for you guys. Heck yeah.
3: Absolutely. It's, it's, <laughs> an, it's an audacious
0: goal for us, so we need all the help we
1: can get. Uh. <laughs> Uh, well to wrap up, we just like to see if one of you, or maybe y'all can piggyback on each other would be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life. Maybe even recently, uh, that would help build our listeners faith up.
4: Hmm. Dustin, man, you're, you're, you're the guy, bro. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Any, anybody who's out there who's, who's maybe struggling, um, have kids, or maybe just struggling in general with faith. Yeah, just man, don't forget how good God is, because He's He's faithful in and out every season, and um, and He'll show up right when you don't expect Him to, and um, and He is always good no matter what. So just keep pressing in, and um, hopefully it'll it'll help build your faith. Somebody who's who's tried and tried and tried and had heartache after heartache and you know man God is God is good and he's faithful Um, don't give up
4: amen Amen, man. amen and I'll I'll piggyback on that too we're just saying you know maybe somebody listening feels like they're um, you might feel a little unseen right now maybe undervalued underutilized and um, you don't think that where God has you um, is purposeful but um, I would just want to encourage you that um, God does more on the backside of a hill than he does in front of a king. And um, it's. I think a lot of times when we think we're in places that are obscure, we think God has abandoned us. But I just want to encourage somebody that God is, is developing you and he is um, bringing you into who you're supposed to be. You know, um, when God did more work in and through the person of Moses, in the wilderness than he did in the palace. And there's gonna be a time where God's going to lift you up to to step into what you're going to go into. But you gotta remember that this moment is something that he's trying to forge something into you. And to and not despise it, because you could miss out on the very thing that God wants to do in the season um, if you are always looking at what's next. I was, told, I was told this way, um, Lead this room like it's the room. You know, there might be a worship leader listening that wishes they were in a bigger room, wishes they were in a bigger church, wishes they um, their song was playing on more uh, playlists, wish they could get a more tour dates, uh, wish they had hair like Brandon Lake, you know. Um, but just remember, lead this room like it's the room. And God will make this room yeah. the room. That's right. And um, uh, so don't don't despise where you're at but uh, but lean in
0: mine's simple i i've been i've been kind of been challenged by the thought of like the pray without ceasing um thought um i've been kind of in a journey to figure out um i've been wanting to kind of grow in my prayer life really um just the importance of prayer and communicating with the lord and um I've been kind of really being stretched in the areas of just really acknowledging him in the everyday beauty and taking kind of like a moment. Um, obviously, like you have like your your prayer closet and you have your time where you like you have time with the Lord. Um, that typically is like early morning or late at night, you know, um, especially if you have kids, it's got to be like early morning or later night, you know. Um, but really um, not forsaking like a moment to just kind of stop, take a breath and just Thank you, God, for for who you are right now. Like, I just, I love you. Thank you for this, Come like, on, this yep. car I'm driving. Thank you for this desk I'm sitting at, for this email I don't want to write. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anything, like, where you're, yeah. like, just the everyday moment. Um, it's been pretty profound for me. It seems so simple, but really just, like, kind of taking a step or taking a stop in a moment, taking a breath, acknowledging Him in, like, just the peace, really, honestly, that comes or just, like, the spirit in you kind of just him acknowledging like yeah i'm here with you let's keep going for the day so um i've been that's kind of what i've been walking through those yeah, moments yeah man
2: sailor. it's a big deal that's awesome yeah, yeah yeah it's true there's no such thing as an insignificant moment in the kingdom of god amen it does not that's exist right. yeah that's awesome well dustin birch eric thank you guys so much we appreciate you guys uh talking to us on behalf of life point Worship. thank you thanks guys Thank you so much.
3: Thanks for listening. And thank you, Life Point Worship, for chatting with us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you may listen. Please leave a five-star review on our podcast on Apple Music. It's much appreciated. Follow us on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. We are a listener-supported podcast. You can become part of our team financially at ChristianMusicGuys.com. We're so grateful for all of our supporters. While you're there, check out our latest blogs. You can always find all of our past episodes wherever you may listen so that you will never miss an episode. Thanks so much. See you next week.